This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. This is fun that we watched it yesterday with my husband. And just now when I was rewatching it, he was like riveted, even though he'd seen it yesterday, like so much. So he, he wasn't listening to me if I said something. And then he said, when it was over, he said, I like how at the end, they all kind of come together and smile. Like they just won a football game. Oh yeah. I mean, they did in a way. Yeah. It's money shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was his. Oh, do you want to be a part of our fan cast? I doubt it. Welcome to our fan cast. My husband is helpful in that he tells people about the podcast, but he tells people I have a, my wife has a Stargate SG-1 fan cast. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you better not ever say that again. Email those people and correct your mistake. <laughs> um, sorry, it's not a fan cast, but please, yeah. but please come listen. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not a fan cast because it's, it's mm-mm. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we well, we should get into it. Uh, Let's get into it. The good listeners are here. Oh the yeah, good hosts hey. are here. That's right, and I'm one of them. And I today, let's say I'm one of the okay hosts. I'm I'm Sarah, uh, and I'm Tori. Welcome to the vertical watering hole. But but it's actually called SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. That's right. Yeah, an ongoing pandemic comfort watch and listen. With us, Sarah and Tori. Yeah, no, we made it. We made it two seasons. Two seasons in a movie. We did it. I know. I feel good. I feel good. I feel like I finally accomplished something. Some people may have learned a foreign language in the last two years. Some people may have learned how to line dance using YouTube. Some people, I don't know, may have written a novel. But what I did was complete two full seasons of Stargate SG-1. Yeah, we've learned about what the word chapa-ai means. Yeah, and shova. Yeah. Yeah. And the state of 90s sci-fi on premium cable networks. <laughs> Nobody can take that from us. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll just forget, I'll forget about it when we're done, mm-hmm. but we lost in time. Yeah, kind of like everything I learned in college, but cheaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Free on Netflix. Well, 18 bucks a month. <laughs> oh, I know. I was thinking about canceling Netflix because I was looking at my visa bill and then I remembered I couldn't. But yeah, no, we're, we're in it, folks, and I hope you're in it with us um, and enjoying the podcast so far. But uh, but yeah, we're here. We're season three, and I think we should get right into it with the, uh, the first episode of this season. Into the fire. Into the fire. Wait. Oh, I guess that, I guess that, does that title make sense? Into the fire? Yeah. It does. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it makes sense. I think it's something that makes a little more sense for this episode uh, as a title would be uh, season three, episode one. Shut up, Major Davis. I'm the president's best friend. I know, right? Right? I can think of alternative titles right up right off the top of my head i don't need notes i'm not like i don't have stage fright i'm not frozen 
my brain didn't freeze up in panic. Um, I don't know. All I can think of is, hey, Hathor is not the smartest go old, right? As it's not really a title. It doesn't have a title sort of ring to it. Nor but... the strongest, apparently. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome to season three. We're going to start with our tier four go old system lords. Yeah. Who apparently are weaker than middle-aged men coming straight out of cryo sleep. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll just call it, I would call it tier four system lord. It almost rhymes. It's cold as ice. Oh. Cold as crypto like that. ice. Uh, all right. Well, so this episode, uh, Into the Fire, was directed by Martin Wood, which makes sense. He he directed the the, the finale of season two. So um, so he's still in it. Written by Brad Wright, one of the showrunners. Mm-hmm. And uh, it aired on June 25th, 1999. The fact that it was written by Brad Wright explains a lot of the dipshit dialogue. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like things like uh, where Glasses is standing behind Hammond, and Hammond's like, how overdue are they? And Glasses goes, five hours. And then Hammond immediately goes, that's right, they were supposed to be back at one. He's wearing a watch. <laughs> I assume he can do fucking math. There's several you know? clocks on the, on the wall, too. Yeah, yeah just fucking... Maybe he just misses glasses and wanted a reason to talk to him. Or the whole, or the whole scene with O'Neill trying to sort of be like a go out old. Like all the writing in that is yes, just it's, funny. it's the worst. It really I know. I feel horrible. like his best friend is a Jaffa, a Jaffa, yeah. and he has spent lots of time around. You know, this isn't his first rodeo. I feel like he knows more words and more things than, than sort of. Cree. Yeah, I, I said know. Cree. And he doesn't even go, he doesn't even go, Jaffa, Cree. He goes, Jaffa, Cree. <laughs> like, hey, 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 Cree. Like he's on the, Cree. on the fucking North Shore or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, yeah, we should get into this. Um, but, uh, oh, oh, right. oh, oh, shit. You hear that? Oh, fuck. Whose turn is it to save the mountain? Yours? Uh, no, it's yours. Um, you've got to we we got 24 seconds to save the fake Hathor base from itself Uh, or I don't even remember how this show opens so great let's go let's go Um, everyone call your loved ones real quick because it's not promising the mountain is probably going to blow up (laughs) All right, here we go go um, oh, yeah. So for some reason, Hathor is only trying to put one fucking thing into one fucking person. Why doesn't she have three? One little monster for three of them. Also, they're not shrimp anymore. They're like baby aliens breeded with from the movie, bred with snakes. So that's confusing. Hathor is not super smart. She makes a bunch of weird, dumb, dumb calls during this. Um, for some reason, I don't know. well we've blown up but um we've learned we've learned we've done a critical analysis of hathor and her her strategies well we we titled the critical analysis we didn't do it (laughs) i just i just yeah i just couldn't do it i don't know i was about to talk about for some reason 
General Hammond sneaks away. Yeah. Nobody notices. Like nobody noticed him going through the gate. Oh yeah. 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 He must have done it on major what's it, Major Davis's lunch break. Neither in the mountain or on Shulock, no one noticed. He just mm-hmm. he just rolled in like he owns a place. Yep. Yep. And did sort of like a Luke Skywalker Star Wars sort of reveal, but not not as exciting. Um Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's start at the very beginning, which, well, which is really just a recap. They do a very extensive recap of the, of the last season's finale. It's like two minutes long, which is fantastic. If you're watching with your husband, who's never seen a single episode. Oh yeah. 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 And I imagine it was good for the people who had to wait from uh, March of 1999 Mm -hmm. to June. You know, that's, that's three months or something. They've forgotten about it. I did have a moment where I was like, ah, this must've been, I was, watching the recap today and i was thinking this must have been so exciting like in 1999 <laughs> we were all very excited about simple things back then yeah it must have been like oh yeah what does happen you know <laughs> you've waited so long that you forgot about it and you're kind of bummed out because summer's over and the only thing that good that happens in the fall is that tv shows with cliffhangers come back on you can learn about that more in our bonus episode, our season two recap episode, which will be coming out at some point. Yeah. After it's recorded. Yeah. At some point. After <laughs> <laughs> we prepare for it and then do it. Yeah. Well, anyway, after the recap, the gang is somewhere. Hammond doesn't know, but we start with Hammond. Uh, he's trying to solve that problem. He's, he's talking to Major Davis, his liaison mm-hmm. with the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to find the gang. Let's send one through or two through five uh, the, over here. Six to Major Davis is like, eh. Can we talk about the need for a liaison to the Pentagon and to the president? For se- two seasons now, Hammond has been like, I'm the president's best friend. Yeah. Everybody else can eat shit and fuck off. And the president was like, oh, this guy keeps calling me. Can you can you go just sit with him i need a buffer i need a buffer yeah i i just i'm gonna say is something we're all gonna regret so (laughs) (laughs) well yeah yeah major davis is here and yeah like i i was like who the hell is this guy but he was in that uh the matter of time episode he was he was all that was his first time where he shows up Mm -hmm. and hammond's like who the hell are you you're a major he's the daddy minder so they're they're in trying to figure it out, but then Colonel Makepeace rolls in and answers all the questions very quickly. Yeah, and he barrels in. You know what I noticed? That Hammond doesn't bother whatever SJT Makepeace is on. Hammond doesn't bother to come to the fucking gate room to to greet him. If anybody sneezes <laughs> around that gate, I know about it. Right? Unless I'm talking to Trisha or Trisha's possibly other best friend. Yeah. <laughs> So, mm, yeah. Yeah, make, <laughs> apparently they came back. They talked with some toker on a planet and they told them everything. They told them, oh, yeah, the gang's been kidnapped by Hathor. So that's where they're at. They're at, they're, they're at this exact location. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's where we know where Hathor is. and We know yeah. everything. So there we go. Okay. All right. Well, let's yeah. get the show on the road then. Well, yeah, cut the, the credits. <laughs> yeah. The toker are very convenient. Well, yeah, and the credits are different. We noticed that uh, yesterday watching. Oh, they have a different yeah. uh, graphic. I didn't like it. The old credits were real pretty. 
really inspiring. Yeah, the old credits were the first half of the movie's credits. This new uh, uh, little scene is the second half of the movie's credits. I don't know why they changed it. Oh, maybe they thought they were only going to have four seasons. Nope, we are one-fifth done. (laughs) The second half is no good without the first half. The first half is fine without the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, so that happens. The music's still on point though. We're in it. Let's roll. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we cut to Hammond looking at some blueprints. Oh my God. He's like, why do I get the feeling I'm looking at blueprints of my base? Why doesn't he just say these are blueprints of my base, but like a little weird. Why is he always act like such an idiot? Right. How long have they been gone? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, it's only the most important thing happening on the mountain right now, but that's fine. Well, and all I can say is that the see, so this fake base uh, was constructed uh, almost inch for inch to scale. They just have different lighting fixtures. They just have different does, lighting does have fixtures. different lighting fixtures. Yes. Round. They got those cheap round ones at Lowe's <laughs> instead of the kind of fancy industrial square ones that you can only get at the in- industry store. But apparently Hathor, she, it, this is all from her memory. So her, I mean, she, she, her memory must be the shit. Which is like, I always think if you have such a great memory, probably pretty capable, pretty smart. And I just, she is not she's so dumb. Like she's so easy to defeat. Yeah. 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 Military strategy. No, but uh, able to memorize the hex codes for certain paint colors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She doesn't have O'Neill restrained. Like he's just going to be like, sure. I'm going to let this fucking snake jump in my body. My hands aren't even tied. Also what? So Sam and, and what's his name? Daniel are just going to stand there and not help fight it off. Cool. Also, she should have three mature snake babies. Mm, mm. There should be no, which one of you. Well, I mean, isn't isn't it the, like the whole the whole point of this? The whole point of her doing this is for her to get information, right? Like that's it. That's all. Who has who has the most information that's useful to her? Who's got the most? It's not Jack. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking Jolinar. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, as yeah, as she's hanging out. And, uh, you know, intimidating the gang, you know, caressing Daniel's cheeks, yelling at Carter, you know, like being a white lady playing an Egyptian woman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and apparently, but, and, and yeah, uh, whatever reason, yeah, it's the go out little Gouldie mm-hmm. uh, apparently chooses what chooses Jack. That's what his little, little hiss means apparently. And O'Neill has a good line. He's like, the gray doesn't bother you. I know it's pretty good. Yeah, I missed that yesterday, but I laughed pretty hard. I actually laughed out loud at that. I mean, he is. He's got. He's gotten a little salt and peppery. You know, they're like, all right. She's like, all right. Goldie chose. It's gonna be O'Neill. Let's 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 get ready. Uh, But then, but then O'Neill try. He tries something. (laughs) He like goes to grab little Goldie. Yeah. And gets shot immediately by Doctor Raleigh. Yeah, and and Hathor is pissed off. And Raleigh's like, oh, well, I mean, he was going to hurt the baby. Yeah. And Hathor's like, you just electrocuted the baby, (laughs) which then has like 
slithered away on the floor, which I didn't even know it could like move. It had locomotion outside of water. So that was a surprise, but they have to go fetch it and put it back in the Jaffa. Yeah. So that they can grossly remove it later. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was going to create this whole other like C plot of like trying to find him throughout the fake base, you know, like a little alien. <laughs> There's kind of like a cutesy story. Yeah. Like a little cartoon, a cartoon plot. Yeah. 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 In the show. That would that'd be fun. They just find them. Um, yeah. But no, but this is the thing I, I, and I actually, I asked this question, uh, yesterday, but, uh, I, I don't know, like, like Dr. Raleigh, what, like what the hell is she supposed to be? Okay. I dismissed you yesterday. I was like, she's obviously supposed to be another go old because she sounds like one and she's Tokra, but this is another reason I think Hathor is so fucking stupid because she doesn't even know the difference between a Goa old and a Tokra because you're right. When Hathor catches Dr. Raleigh going against what she told her to do. Like she, the, like she catch like it's up, you know, you're caught, you're a spy. Mm-hmm. She yells at her and like calls her Jaffa. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Oh, oh okay. That's weird. That oh. doesn't make any fucking sense because she would not be able to pose as a Jaffa. Right. And she's not doing, doing Jaffa work right well well so yeah they're they're all gonna get ready to do that um back at the base you know hammond's like all right well we know all this stuff we we gotta we gotta get people in there half of our crews all over the place but we're gonna just like you know pick from several get whatever teams are ready get them mm-hmm. get them to rock and the battalion in yeah. <laughs> and major, major davis is just like sir you know I mean, you know, that's a lot of resources and, you know, they're just one team, you know, is SG one that important, you know, <laughs> he's like, I'm their daddy. He's like, well, he's like, you've got a lot to learn about how we do things around here. And yeah. at that point I was like, and I major major Davis probably like, yeah, apparently I yeah. do like, probably, teach me like what this protocol is, please. Yeah. Like, that's not the burn you think it is. <laughs> This is a military base. Yeah. What are you and you're like, me, sir, sacrificing <laughs> all of throwing all these people at your favorite team. I'm telling Trisha. But So he makes it voluntary. Well, <laughs> after ordering everybody into the, to suit up, go mm-hmm. into the gate room, battle sta- ready, stand in line. Then mm-hmm. it's voluntary. <laughs> and that's right. just awkward. I know. If I were in the back, though, I'd have been able to not step Just kind of like, no, no. But you know those moments that, you know, human beings, of course, everyone in the room stepped forward. That's just what, I mean, people are like. Well, Major Davis learned how they do things around there. Yeah. Yeah. SG, SG-1 is is revered. Yep. Yeah, I would hate to be on any of the other. Once again, I'll just say this again. <laughs> I would hate to be on any of the other SG teams. It seems awful. Look at the short end of the stick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they all volunteer, make pieces in charge. He's like, "We'll go get, we'll we'll get him, sir." So he he's like, "Move out." And they so he's not living up to his name. No. And and they roll through the gate, ready to rock. I mean, I honestly, with a name like Make Peace, I was like, he's probably a war criminal. 
<laughs> Hiding out in Hammond's weird little pseudo military. <laughs> I mean, you can just be like, you can be a small potatoes war criminal. I think, you know what I mean? Did some arms deals back in the day. Just oh, it's not, it's not even just, it's any, it's a crime against humanity during war is a war crime. You don't have to be like big scale, like Putin level war criminal. All right. Well, we figured out make pieces backstory. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's a, he does petty war crimes. He like <laughs> shoplifts. No, I'm just kidding. It's not crime against humanity. All right. Well, yeah. So they roll through ready to rock. Um, we do a quick, uh, cut to plot B for Teal'c. Oh yeah. I was like, what's, what's plot B? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Where is this where Teak Gil, Teak, Teal'c Teak Gil. <laughs> It's this fucking full name. Okay. Uh, he goes to his uh, wife's house. I think so. Yeah. Braytax house, someone's house. Uh, but it's deserted. It, it's like, yeah, something's happened. And he, and he, and he trips over Braytac, wounded Braytac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, at which point when we were watching yesterday, you said, oh man, do, is this Braytac's death scene? And I said, no, unfortunately not far from it. <laughs> <laughs> this is him becoming more embedded in the story. Okay. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, but he's hurt, you know, but he talks to Tilk. He's like, yeah, you know, we heard about Apophis's death. And I tried to foment revolution. It didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't have the, the, like, you know, my name doesn't have the cachet. I thought it did. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the gravitas of Christopher Judge or the yeah. apparent, maybe not gravitas of Christopher Judge. Right, and right. Uh, it, it won't. And if you want to do it, it won't be easy, Tilk. Uh, and Tilk's like, well, you need food and rest. I need my armor. Right. It's pretty, that's pretty sweet. So Teal goes out to confront some motherfuckers. He does it. He does a funny job, I think, because they they call him Shava, and he's like, you know, I'm from this planet. You're from this planet. We're all here together. I didn't, you know, I'm not a traitor to any of you. And they're like, but you're a traitor to your gods. And he says, false god, dead false god. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so, it's so, it's awesome though. It's super awesome. He has a little tuffle and he's just like, go tell everybody I'm going to break party, break tax house tomorrow morning, be there or be square. Let's do this. I know. So this, this woman, (laughs) this woman is like yelling at him, calling him traitor. And he's like, and, and the next thing you know, he's giving her orders, go knock on everyone's door. You, it's up to, it's on you. Go tell everybody. That's a I would lot just, of work. I would have just have been like, all right. And then I would have just gone home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why would, what are the stakes for her? <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, all right, well, I did my job for this evening. I'm just going to go back right. and uh, check, check myself out in the mirror a little bit. Right. Get, She's get like, wow. Yeah. She's like, I mean, you did just beat the shit out of my two best friends. I guess I will do. I will do. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah, they go do that. So uh, we cut back to Hathor's uh, fake base and O'Neill's there. He's in the shitty. He's on the shitty bed again. Yeah. And this time, like I thought the triangle peak of the pillow, like maybe went under your neck or something. It's like right in the middle of the back of his head. Yeah, no, it's not. very, yeah, very that's, weird and uncomfortable. That's, yeah, that's that's horrible. She caresses his forehead a bit more. 
says some weird shit Sa- says says that uh he's gonna once once he's now go old she's gonna make him kill daniel and uh sam yeah um just that's shitty yeah just 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 rude just rude shit. sociopathic bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and and it happens yeah the 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 g- little Gouldy gets in there jack I- kills sam and daniel and like oh Drags it out. Actually, oh, oh. seems to really relish it. <laughs> end of end of show. <laughs> yeah, and that's why they used the second half of the opening sequence because they knew it was the last show. Oh man. Well, no, I mean, yeah, because I I remember, yeah, in the the plot summary you read, it was like it doesn't happen, but I was like, oh, oh shit, no, it's done. This is an irreversible process. That what mm-hmm. that's what we've all been told. For the last two seasons, irreversible oh, not process. that not that they get killed, but that that Jack, the, Jack is now a goal old. That the, up. yeah, it happens that he gets the baby snake in his body, and yeah, we've been shown it's immediate, right? Like the second it 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 maybe it's if it takes you by surprise, it's instantaneous. I, yeah, I yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but apparently you can fight it. If you know it's coming, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> if they don't like French kiss it into you, yeah, Ooh. Ooh, that's like the grossest French kiss. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, it, it seems like, yeah, like Hathor's just gonna like hang, you know, they're just gonna hang out and watch the whole thing unfold, but make pieces Marines start some mm-hmm. shit outside somewhere. And so Hathor's like, oh, fuck, all right, uh, Jaffa, Cree. And they, yeah. they, everyone leaves the room except for Dr. Raleigh and O'Neill. And Dr. Raleigh's like, fight it, O'Neill. I'll freeze your ass. That'll kill the, the Goa old. We're, we're fine. No, no stakes. Right. right. If I freeze, if I freeze you, um, sorry to do that. That's, that sucks hard. But like, if I freeze you, it'll, it'll kill it if it hasn't attached. Apparently they don't like the cold. That's, no. that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. So I, I just wonder, like, even if it has attached, can you kill it with, with cryo freezing? That'd be great. Just dip it in a bucket of ice water. Yeah. <laughs> do, do the ice bucket challenge and ever done. All the, done. And no more go. She's freezing O'Neill telling him this plan. She's like, don't worry, just fight it. Whatever that means. He goes into cryo sleep. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So meanwhile, make peace and like three SG teams are like killing it throughout the hallways. Carter and Daniel are being escorted by like one Jaffa and uh, they save them. Oh, my God. So at this point, because what make peace says is like, let go of your prisoners, blah, blah, blah. And Daniel and Sam both hit him and run off. And then they shoot him, although it looks like their bullets all just bounce off his armor, but he dies anyway. But the thing is, Sam is like, oh, Colonel Makepeace, blah, blah, blah. Great. And he's like, where's Jack? Oh, Jack's a goal old now. It doesn't even occur to Makepeace to do any kind of like testing to find out if Sam or Daniel is also a goal old because it would be <laughs> a very good trap, right? That's above his pay grade, above yeah. his. <laughs> I mean, how do you assume that they're not? He's new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So they save him, and so they they start they start rolling out. We cut back to Raleigh, 
who's like, you know, finishing, you know, doing the process. O'Neill's asleep. She's doing some shit. And, but then Hathor rolls in. She knows now she's, and, oh, yeah, that's right. that's and right. I didn't realize that she called a Jaffa. So yeah. So she was apparently supposed to be a Jaffa. Okay. Or maybe she was saying like, Hey, you didn't Jaffa Cree. What's the fuck? <laughs> I, still, I, I mean, I don't know. What she you're... might have just been using the word Jaffa. I feel like there's not enough words in the Jaffa language. So. I look up the wiki. Some point. Yeah. Check out that. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Hathor shoots her handgun style. I know, because she's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm Tokra. Yeah, give up the game. Yeah, why why people give up so fast? (laughs) Like O'Neill does later too. I'm like, why, why? Oh, yeah. Why not try to talk your way out of it and see if you can make this work? She's just like, Yeah, fuck off. I've been dying to tell you guys this whole time. Do you know how hard it is to keep this a secret? I'm Tokra. So, well, and then after this, I don't know what Hathor does after this, but she doesn't like stop the process in any way. She doesn't. I think it's too late. I think O'Neill at all or anything like that. Oh well, it's too late. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah. Where the fuck does she go? I forgot. She's gone. She doesn't do anything. Where does she go? Why does she leave? (laughs) We don't. (laughs) We don't see much of Hathor. Other. She goes somewhere else. Uh, she, she had to pee. She had to pee. She had to get She's in the like, tub. BRB. She had to take yeah. a bath. Yeah. Um, I got to go lay some shrimp. Yeah. I mean, alien babies. And then we, uh, so then we cut back to make peace and uh, Sam and Daniel and they're rolling in, but then they realize that the Stargate position. So the actual Stargate's outside somewhere and right. they realize it's been compromised. Which I'm sorry. Does that mean that all make that all of the men that, or in women that make peace left out there, all the soldiers are dead. Uh, I mean, because they were unable to hold the gate. It seems like oh. by the end of this episode, there's like a, a lot of collateral damage yeah. that are left. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's not collateral damage, but a lot. It is actually, if you think of it as, as outside of SG one, lots of collateral damage just to save major Davis was right. <laughs> Yeah, and Major Davis is uh, pretty good looking, so I'm inclined to agree with him. Yeah, yeah, oh man, he's the, <laughs> he's the yeah. Well, yeah, but so make peace. Like he he's like, all right, so we all need to leave now. Like, and Sam's like, yeah, but you know, Jack, and he's like, yeah, and and he's like, he's a casualty. He's a casualty. Yeah, he's tough, being abandoned again. Always. It's all. I mean, yeah, I mean, make peace. It seemed like he made that decision pretty quick. Like he came here, like he's super interested in like Jack and in, in finding him. But then he's like, oh, well, never mind. Like my exit's being compromised. Let's go. Let's get the well, fuck he's out like, of here. He's like, does this mean there's going to be an opening for a colonel on the SG-1 team? I just want daddy to love me. We all know SG-1 is daddy's favorite. So yeah, I, I want to be daddy's favorite. <laughs> so he's like, oh, too bad. Colonel O'Neill. <laughs> dead oh well let's leave um and, and what he should have actually said again he seems new is yeah we have to find o'neill because if he is a goa old we fucking have to kill him because no. he has all this information we can't just say he's a casualty and run away and and sam and and Daniel look at each other like WTF, what is he talking about? Yeah. As 
everyone pulls out. And so they kind of like begrudgingly follow. Well, I mean, Sam does. Daniel is, is checked out this entire episode. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Haircut trauma. He's, he's like, (laughs) he literally doesn't do anything in this episode except get wounded by a deep blooding gash. (laughs) Oh, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) I made some, some gross, gross jokes yesterday while we were watching it that I managed to contextualize in a way that didn't make it sound, uh, the only parts I can think of now just standalone sound really misogynistic and I don't want to do it. <laughs> but I feel like yesterday I made more joke context that I can't remember that mm. I basically said, Oh, a gash. Cause he's like, Oh, but my gash is bleeding. And, uh, well, yeah. So, so the, the, all the whole crew, they, they, they make it up to the surface. They try to get back to the Stargate, but now, some fucking Jaffa teleport in with the ring teleporters right in front of the gate. I didn't know that was possible. There's like specific areas where teleporters happen and you have to teleport from somewhere. No, but it ha- it's, it happened um, on Abydos. Well, what the fuck? I'm just saying it's a little different. It's a little different than maybe the movie. some of them are portable. <laughs> it's like having an iPhone and a landline. I don't know. Well, yeah, they teleport right in front of the gate. Trofsky's uh, leading them in in his armor, and uh, yeah, and apparent and so the Marines start shooting, but there's a big ass force field in front of the gate. Yeah. Yeah, impenetrable. Yeah, except probably by by the Jaffa weapons. Oh well, probably well, penetrate it because they're like, oh fuck, we should definitely run away and hide behind something. Well, and some big uh, bunch of sweet ass rail guns pop out of the ground. Like they've got this in full defense uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, they got these sweet laser guns and they just start shooting the entire, the crew is fucked. Totes. Like they're, and they have, they have to run away. They have to run away. Daniel gets sort of hit. Oh, right. So they're, <laughs> so they find themselves as they run away, they find themselves in these caves. Oh, and they're yeah. like, Oh, these are Tokra caves. Tokra, okay. The crystal tunnels. Yeah. The, they looked more like just like some, you know, discount tiles today, but <laughs> space pretty far apart. So not even a lot of them. Um, so yeah, anyway, they're in the Tokra tunnels and make peace bothers to ask Daniel how, how he's doing. He's like, Oh, I'm all, I'm all fine. Except this big, big, huge bleeding gash on my leg. Just, yeah, just, a, just a deep bleeding gash, you know? Like, no, it's cool. Nobody stopped to tie it, tie it off. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just keep walking and bleeding out. Like nobody cared. Well, they, well, yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, yeah, Carter sort of just takes the lead and is like, well, if they have a big force field. Maybe we can go under it to get to the gate. Let's roll. But no, they can't do that. The barrier goes all the way underground, so they can't get past it. And so they're they're at an impasse. They don't know what to do. Well, we cut to Hammond really quick at the base, and yeah, and and this is where he's like, well, "Everyone's late. Where, what's going <laughs> yeah. on? Where where are they at?" Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and and yeah, and we got, and I don't think we've done this yet. Glasses is in the house. He's back, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, and I couldn't be happier. 
And he's doing several jobs at this point. I mean, he's like in every room. He's like, he looks like he's, <laughs> he's daddy's admin. Yeah. He's at that desk. Yeah. He's also in the like clear vertical strategery maps room. Yeah, he's yeah. also like in the gate um, overlook. He's everywhere. Yeah. 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 He's cleaning something in like the yeah. sub 30 floor. Like he, yeah, he's killing which it. should make you a good, like where's Siler? He's so, the one who Siler. cleans things up. <laughs> Siler and glasses together again? No, because oh, be, Siler must be out that day because, I mean, I hope so. Now I fucking can't remember. Great side project. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but glasses, like, yeah. Spin-off. They're, they're, it's a spinoff. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, it goes with the cartoon that's from the point of view of that little alien snake baby that got electrocuted. <laughs> oh, never mind. It got killed. It got killed. <laughs> Glasses, Siler, and the electrified Goa'uldi baby together again. Two different projects. Well, yeah, he's like, yeah, they're late, sir. Like what, you know? And he's like, all right, well, you know what? Let's, 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 we need to talk to him. Let's open the gate and get a transmission out to the MALP, which has been chilling outside the gate for like a couple days. The way that the way that the Jaffa, I thought they sent a new one through. No, because I <laughs> that ju- that's just been sitting there. All right. No, I know what you're gonna okay. say because you're you're right. It's fucking amazing because they're just hanging out and the Malp is just chilling with them. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. just like <laughs> no. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it does. Especially, sorry. Yeah, it does. Especially um, the King Jaffa guy, the guy in the biggest outfit, but without the forehead stuff. Oh, Trotsky. Um, yeah. Trotsky. Yeah. I don't think that's his real name, but. <laughs> Jane, <laughs> Major General Trotsky. Yeah. <laughs> I. <laughs> um, these are my, these are my Jaffa. Yeah. Master Braytac, Tilk, Trotsky. <laughs> They're just looking at, they're just staring at the gate or they're just staring at the gate and then they're just staring at the mouth and the mouth is like transmitting and they're just sort of not, they're not doing anything. They're all at a dead standstill, suddenly staring at this mouth, which has apparently been there the whole time, which makes no sense. Like, why would they leave it there? Why wouldn't they have destroyed it immediately? And then. It's they wait until the camera yeah. spins around because daddy's like, after they talk, daddy's like, I want to get a look at everything outside the gate. Let's get a 360 on that. And then as soon as it gets to, I guess, Trotsky's pissed about getting his picture taken. We didn't say he wanted his picture taken. So then he shoots it in the face, right in the face. That's the second mouth to get shot in the face. Yeah. Sorry, I you one. Uh, I'm keeping tabs, but, but they do get, they do get a talk to the team in, in the tunnels for a little bit. Right. Because, because the signals being boosted by the electromagnetic field. And who knew that? Samantha. Samantha, uh, Samantha Carter. Well, yeah, they're able to talk there to each other for a bit. And Hammond's like, we'll send reinforcements. Don't you worry, soldier. They'll come in six hours. Uh, yeah. They'll plan st- accordingly. Man. Yeah. And then oops, a doodles. Oh, Major Davis is like, actually, mm, the president said no. 
the Pentagon said, uh-uh. The Joint Chiefs were like, hmm. <laughs> So Hammond actually, actually, <laughs> I actually, they asked me to come and tell you that nobody wants to go to prom with you. So, well, Hammond takes but, it in stride. He, he's like, all right. Thank you. Thank you, major. Thank you. Get the fuck out of my office. Yeah. There's nothing like being told what to do by somebody who's many ranks lower than you. I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I can't imagine about being in the military, but that. I can't even imagine that even more. Yeah. <laughs> there was something in your yesterday. own office. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's not happening, but so we cut back to the, uh, the people in the tunnels. Um, they're taking a breather. They're taking a very quick breather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. So someone has, someone has a plan. Yeah. You know, who's not taking a breather? Samantha Carter. <laughs> She didn't got time to rest right now. There's a huge crisis happening. So she is like super checking out. She's like, this isn't like a regular go old force field. This is like a wall. This is, this must, this is feel solid. This has got to take so much energy. Where's the source? We can turn it and fucking make pieces. Like, oh, this is very interesting, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we going to do about it? Oh my God. She just told you. She just implied it. She said there's a sort and ener- huge energy source for that force field. But I guess um let her do all the figuring it out. Well, she does. And she's she and- already figured it out. She already she's like, I can't believe I have to ex- explain this to you. Yeah. Well, and then she has a plan. She's like, Well, we gotta we gotta knock that out. And then Daniel's like, All right, let's go. And she's like, No, not you, Daniel. You have a deep bleeding gash. I know. What was amazing is that Daniel was like thought he'd be anything but a liability. He, I guess he was trying. Limping but... <laughs> along behind her. Well, and then Makepeace is like, well, let me send SG3 with you. She's like, no, you guys need all, you need all the people you can get for the fucking defenses over there. Yeah. So then he hands Daniel a gun. And I thought, oh, so Daniel is going with her? And then, no, he just, Daniel goes with him. And I guess he thought, oh, yeah, I do need everybody. Daniel, you have to shoot. Well, I, no, like, <laughs> no, no, I did feel bad for Daniel because mm-hmm. the way the scene plays out is like, yeah, like they, 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 they all like throw themselves down to like take a breather. Daniel's the last cause he's fucking limping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter thinks of this shit all very quickly, gets mm-hmm. it done, makes a plan and then stands right back up. And Daniel's yeah. Like, Daniel didn't oh, get to sit down f- hardly at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but remember that episode with the sarcophagus and what a piece of shit Daniel was? Oh, yeah. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Oh, that's what he was doing this whole episode. He was just, he just kept thinking about that sweet sarcophagus. Oh, probably. He was like, I just, Mm. that was better times. That was, that was better times. I was, yeah, back then. I I don't know what I am now. Yeah. (laughs) I'm meh at best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So, yeah, they all head out to do their own plans. Meanwhile, on Chulak at Braytex. Oh, yes. Sweet ass gives Teal'c gives what, by his tone of voice and bravado, is meant to be like a very inspiring rally. I mean, I, I mean, I personally would have been affected. Christopher Judge is amazing. It's, he's, it's good. 
But at the end, when he's like, so who's with me? Uh, it is like the opposite of what happened in the in the gate room when everybody stepped forward before uh, oh. daddy could even finish his sentence. Everybody walks out of the room. It's weird in like any sort of like movie or anything like that, where like you see someone giving a speech like that. And then it just anticlimactically ends with like three dudes. He just wanted to give... Um, daddy a luke skywalker reveal moment and you can't have that in a room full of people i guess you could have it in a room full of people <laughs> but we don't but we have his teal thinking he has three of his of the jaffa <laughs> on his side and disappointingly finding out that one of them is daddy and that you got to feel bad for him no because he's like daddy's true. come crawling back to me but he's like this weak ass human he's not even jaffa and i thought i persuaded three people i feel you know 33 percent less good now no it's totally true like he must have been like a little surprised and also just like oh no i like no th- th- thanks han thanks general th- great surprise mm-hmm. lovely awesome but uh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. that kind of. I guess he, I guess you can do a ride along with us. <laughs> well, no, no. Th- this is the thing: is that like Teal now has his like new militia, mm-hmm. and they've gotten their first assignment right away because that's mm-hmm. what Hammond's there for. He's like, "Hello, Teal. I know you resigned. Anyway, I need your help uh, here. So here's your first job assignment with your new army <laughs> of <Yeah>. four. <laughs> yeah, one of whom is so injured they can't go." Oh. And and will not shut up about being 150 years old. So, okay. I'm an old man. Like, okay, boomer, we get it. <laughs> you don't want to go to the front line. We know. And speaking of, speaking of all that, where's where's his wife? I know, right? They where's don't they don't fam? discuss that at all. No, he's back on Shulak and he's got this bitch going all over town telling everybody he Teal's here and they don't even show up to watch his big speech. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like have a have a quick sex or pat on the head, like, or I hate you, dad, or whatever the yeah. fuck is going on yeah. in anything. that kid's life. Give me right anything. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, back at Hathor's, we, we cut to Carter. She's going back into the base. And she goes back into the cryogenic chamber where she finds Raleigh with an apparently super horrible nosebleed injury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's been bashed against a wall and she's just sort of slouched against it. And she tells Sam, she's like, oh, oh, I've got everything set up. All you have to do is hit reheat on the microwave yeah. and dinner's done. She's like, I've got to just go push that button and it'll unfreeze Jack and the gold will be dead and hooray, hooray. And He'll just she's... hug you for an uncomfortably long time when he gets out. <laughs> well, and then Raleigh seems to die, but I guess she's I know just that going she, to sleep. she kind of slumps back over. Like she's like Yoda going like, there is another yeah. let's go. And then just like dying but then like as luke is doing something a couple months later popping up and goes oh you know what another thing oh, hey hey master yoda hey oh oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh did you think i was dead well That's weird. i mean <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well yeah so carter does it uh o'neill's warming up and she's like don't worry it's done it's done he's like just and then Hathor rolls in from wherever she, the fuck she's yeah. been. 
and starts to do the mind thing to Carter. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, it, it, it's happening. Oh shit! Uh, but 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 O'Neill is able to get behind Hathor, put her in a shitty headlock. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is just like, the, you know, there's no way a limping Darth Vader hat could could pick up the emperor and throw him down that space tube, that space canyon, spaceship canyon, oh. it, it, except for that he caught him by surprise. So I think this is the exact same thing that happens because he basically does some very bad, like low contact um headlock and pushes her into the the I, the cryogenic freeze yeah no i get yeah i guess it's enough he does it well and speaking of star wars then we have a recreation of the han and leia scene in return of the jedi oh yeah yep 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 because hathor with hathor out of the way um jack and sam hug <laughs> For- forever <laughs> so much so like i was like Last night when we were watching it, I was like, so, <laughs> hey, Tori, what do you think is up with these two? And Tori was like, what are you talking about? They like work together. And Chris was like, yeah, there's something going on there. Like oh, my shit. husband is the oh, first shit. episode, first episode he's ever seen. He was like, yeah, what is that? His objective perspective is probably apt. I mean, because it, it's so long because Carter basically, she informs him of all the stuff that's going on in this entire mm-hmm. episode. And he won't let go. <laughs> he won't yeah. let go of her. And she's sort of like, Ugh. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and part of me was just like, well, he's very cold and she's got body heat. That is so true. Maybe he's just like, I cannot, I, like maybe he physically couldn't let go of her. Like it's like when you're like, don't know you're, su- you're super thirsty and you start drinking water and you can't breathe anymore, but your body's like, fuck you. You're drinking this whole tub of water. It, it's like that. He couldn't let go. I think MacGyver puts that across because, yeah, it's it's like this thing and he like he trusts her and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe this is the beginning of something. I don't I don't fucking know. I, again, again, good listeners. I, I am new to this series. So this is uh, I don't know. He's he's um, been through a lot today. So <laughs> he's there's a lot of reasons not there's a lot of non non romantic reasons, I guess, to hug her for a long time. Well, so yeah, she, she tells him everything. She's like, we, we got to do the energy field. We got to destroy it. Everyone's at the gate. We're going to do this thing. Uh, all right. Uh, hug, hug done, hug, hug out break. We don't have time to hug anymore right now, sir. And then they separate. And I love this camera shot because they separate (laughs) and he's like, how do we do that? And Raleigh is in the background, like unconscious. (laughs) And then she wakes up. Hops up and and suddenly she's not struggling to speak anymore, but she's like, what you seek lies beyond the gate or some shit. Like, I don't know why she's talking like that now. She's like fully cosplaying at this point. So no, it's good. And actually, I, I missed this yesterday because like she is like my symbiote will be able to heal me. Probably don't worry yeah, about me. I missed that yesterday, too. But I also was like, yeah, but do you really want to be left in a really weakened state in enemy territory? But then I re- no. remembered that the only one who knew she was she was Tokra was um 
Hathor and Hathor's fucking dead. So like, like it's pretty obvious she wasn't like unconscious the whole time. She saw that hug and she's like, mm-hmm. what's going what's You know what she did? She was like, I can't really leave the room because I can't move right now. But it is like so awkward to me what's happening right now that I'm just going to pretend to be dead. I, yeah. I'm going to find my, t- I'm going to find the time to interject. Oh, oh, there we go. They, they separated. There we go. Right, here we go. Yeah. That's pretty I, I had one more thing to tell you guys, but oh. what is this? I can't. Well, yeah. Well, so the, they thank her and then leave her. <laughs> yeah. Slumped against just uncomfortable. They could have at least put that uncomfortable pillow near they, her. They could have know. at least given her a Kleenex for that nosebleed. I know. Yeah. They could have like put her in a lying down position. That might be better. <laughs> well, uh, we do a quick cut to Teal's new gang. Uh we, uh, Braytac, him and Hammond are, are running around through the Canadian forest. Braytac is like, look, I have an ace in the hole. And uh, he's like chopping at shit with a shitty machete. Oh, my God. He's using a machete in entirely the wrong kind of rainforest. <laughs> he's using a machete to hack away at like a fucking tree trunk. Living. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's gotten something. He, he's hidden something uh, in the forest, and uh, it's a sweet ass ship. Apparently, an older model of the mm-hmm. of the of the raider ship. Which, by the way, they could have gotten to without taking that tree out. I don't <laughs> understand. It's really weird. And that tree was not like a super mature tree, but it was years old. It was probably, I don't know, it's probably there when he put the ship anyway. Well, yeah, there's a sweet ass old ship in the uh, that Braytex got, so that that's their plan. Anyway, yeah. uh, cut back to Carter and O'Neill, and I just want to say real quick that O'Neill at this point, uh, man, I mean, he's almost my yay just for this because he looks like he just stepped off an '80s synth pop music video. Right, he's definitely a member of either Flock of Seagulls or Aha. <laughs> I would say he looks good. He looks because because he's got that white suit, but he's also like sweaty, you know, and like he's down to the third button and shit like that. Like it looks good. Maybe he's in Toto. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they find the the fake gate room, and Carter's like, "Well, the generator's got to be here somewhere. We got to take it down." And so O'Neill finds a very obvious big switch, just sitting Mm -hmm. on the wall. Oh, I love how casual they are here. They're just, oh. like, mm. he's like, how about, how about this one? And she's like, no, nah, try it. Fuck it. She's like, I don't care what happens to you when you pull that <laughs> switch. Give it a try. Well, so he does. Like I'm out of fucks to give. I'm out of ideas. So just. I mean, giving all the ideas it. at this point, give me a break. Here. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, he pulls it and yeah, the, 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 the uh, there's a false wall behind the gate opens up. There's the generator, which made me think. If this is an exact recreation of the base, what is the use of that switch in the actual base? It's probably actually power. It's just an on-off switch. Yeah, <laughs> there's a big on-off switch. Well, because before they've said like something like turn it off or unplug it, indicating it's like not even like hardwired <laughs> or something. Oh, I don't know. Well, they, yeah. So they, yeah, they open up the generator room and they start setting charges. Quick question. So that thing is generating all that electricity. I guess, isn't it like 
you're not supposed to get close. Like there's a reason around little power, even little sort of local power plants. There's a big gate around it. That's like high voltage shit in here. Don't come in here. And is it, would it make a field like wouldn't their hair kind of stand up? Yeah, probably. If they're that yeah. close mm-hmm. to it. It's alien technology. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Oh man. Yeah. So they're setting charges. Meanwhile, in the tunnels, the rest of the, the SG teams and Daniel are just, they're, they're just, they're, they're just not having a good time. They're getting fucked by the Jaffa who have entered the tunnels and they get captured by the Jaffa. Daniel is no help. (laughs) They just get captured. And so then we cut to, uh, on the surface, Carter and O'Neill have reached the gate and now all of that crew are prisoners in front of the gate is kneeling there ready to get, you know, shot or whatever. Trotsky's like, Carter, Carter, I know you're out there. Uh, Captain Carter, you better, you better come out. You better surrender. Or else I'm start shooting in like a minute. Yeah. And Daniel's like, don't do it, Sam. Shut up. Sh- shut up. <laughs> that- <laughs> Good try to being useful this episode. Like, why did Daniel say, don't do it, Sam? It's not. Like, why not? He's che- They're going to catch her eventually. He's checked and out. Why- he, he's, he, he, <laughs> he, he doesn't really know what's going on. He thinks, oh, this will be noble. Instead of just like, what? <laughs> this isn't that scene. This isn't that kind of moment. Like, so. Well, so, there, so Jack is like, all right, well, we need. So the re- reinforcements are coming soon, but not soon enough. We've got to stall. Yeah. He thinks I'm a goa old, right? Oh, I yeah. have an idea. Amazing. This is the most exciting moment of the whole two shows. <laughs> Where you're like, oh my God, <laughs> MacGyver's about to go out there and pretend to be a This is the weirdest. <laughs> well, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Such a bad job. I mean, look, he, yeah, he decides to do it and he's like, all right, I'll go out. And I'm like, all right, this is, this will be interesting. This will be interesting. But the, the Jafar are puzzled enough that he gets really close to him. They don't shoot him. But his ruse lasts for like three seconds. And much like, much like Dr. Raleigh, he could not wait to be like, did you guys see that? I'm not actually go old. I'm just, I'm just person. And like, do you see that? Well, yeah, that was me. I was play acting. <laughs> no, it's true. He's like Jafar Cree. And then he's like, Hey, Meg piece. What's up? Hey, Hey, he, he couldn't help, but like, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey guys, did you see me? I'm on TV. I said Jafakri. He couldn't dunk on Makepeace soon enough. He was just like, great, great saving, buddy. Oh. Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that was his Princess Leia Kree, moment. Kree. Yeah, it doesn't last long. Trotsky's like, what? Like, no, no, no. Dude, everybody who's ever seen the show can do a more convincing Jafakri than he did. I've done one already this episode. So it's like, oh, Jafakri. Like this whole scene, I, it's just it's just lame. Because O'Neill's like Hathor's dead, it's done. I killed her. And Trotsky's yeah. like, no, yeah. she's a queen, she's a goddess. And O'Neill's like, she's an ex queen. She was a former queen, ex goddess. Yeah, is, like, I don't is understand this, any of this, this dialogue. Why call her? Why call her a queen if you think she's a god? <laughs> Just be like, she's a god. You don't have to call her goddess. She'd be like, she's a fucking god. And like, but he was like, that was his Luke Skywalker moment. Wow. He was like, that's not true. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
he did. He went really hard. Like I was like, he, this is like a kid on the playground who's getting bullied, who somebody's like, you know what? Your dad is like, blah, 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 blah. Some bullshit, some bullshit. You think, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, some, something like he, that's how, that's how that guy acted. Yeah. And it was, and the shit they said was weird and the way they acted was weird. Well, yeah. Well, it's, at some point O'Neill's like, all right, I guess the ruse is up. Uh, and so he's like, Carter, blow it. So Carter blows the inner, the force field at just the right time, because at just at that yeah. moment, Tilk and Hammond are suited into the old spaceship. Yeah. They had no idea they were going to about to plow into a, a wall of electricity. Oh, fuck. You're right. Yeah. There's some, some high stakes that nobody knew about. Well, Tilk does it. He threads the needle, as Braytac would say. Can we talk about yeah, this? Sure, for a sure. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> they act like this. So listen, there's no, they act like this is a big circle with a back that they are going to fly through. But that's not happening at all. The tube opening, the space channel tube opening, the Doctor Who thing is only as wide as the, the mouth of the watering hole. So once they've flown into the watering hole, they can only f- go out without hitting Perfectly. themselves on anything. Perfectly, yeah. There's no, there's no threading the needle. <laughs> there's no, and there's no time where you're going, where you're traveling through that thing where you're like, oh, I can uh, change some stuff. Like I'm going to come out in a cool disco pose. Like that's not a thing that you don't have time for that when you're going through the Stargate. I mean, hey, you guys, let's try to get out on the other side. Charlie's Angels. <laughs> here Not here we thing. go. Oh, no. Yeah. Too late. Oh, no. I put I put my hand outside of it and I <laughs> it got lopped off. It got lopped off on the backside of the Chapa Eye. So anyway, there's no threading the needle, but whatever. Well, uh, but they're a big help though because they they come right out and they start shooting up all the uh, the rail guns that are dotted around the field, killing it. Uh, O'Neill starts shooting. He shoots Trotsky. Everyone starts doing mm-hmm. some stuff. Car- Carter saves O'Neill. O'Neill dodges some shit. Like there's a firefight. It's awesome. Yeah, there's like a little TV explosive that goes off like three feet from <laughs> O'Neill. But the camera angle they used and showed I that ran, it wasn't. I, so far I feel like away. they could have used a different camera angle that would have made like a little different position that would have made it look like that was right in front of him. But instead, they went with the one where you could see how far away it was. But he dove anyway, like a champ. Well, yeah, they fuck all it up. The Jafar taken over pretty quickly. They they win. Mm-hmm. It's done. Yeah, they give they give the fuck. There's up. only they there's like, only one thing to say with this victory. Oh, this is where he has his Bruce Willis, his John McClane moment. Hey, 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 look, Hammond's not been on the front line for a while. He's probably enjoying it. He's been sitting at his desk waiting for the president to call. Like this is amazing. But doesn't he forget to say yippee kaye? Does he just go yeehaw? <laughs> Tilk's like okay, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Bezos saw that, and he was like, "That is really I will do cool. That he should definitely wear a cowboy hat from now." Well, they do it. Yeah, everyone. You know, they get it out of the ship. Everyone rolls in. 
Oh, and then Braytac and like four Jaffa roll in. They're also shooting and stuff. Okay. And and right now I'm like, where did they pick up two more Jaffa? Just on the way, you know, like. Mm, they, like two people changed their minds? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah okay. they showed up while they were leaving and were like, yeah, you know, that speech was pretty good. Sorry. Like the, uh, <laughs> the speech sucked, but we did some headcanon on it and we made it better. And so we decided that we, we were feeling peer pressure with the group. And, but now that yeah. we're alone. Yeah. The girl I like was watching, was walking out. So I also, she, walked she, out. <laughs> she was heckling Tilk the entire time calling him Shulva. <laughs> <laughs> so I also left, <laughs> but I knew I was going to come back. So anyway, she said she didn't like me like that. So well, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they. So yeah. They. They. They win victorious, uh, and they all gather together into the thing, and then fucking Braytac, like he goes up to O'Neill, and O'Neill's like Braytac, and Braytac's like human. Oh my god! I missed that. What a dickhead. Yeah. He does. He knows Jack's I would, name. I would just call him Jaffa from now on. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of fucked up. Old Jaffa. Old ass Jaffa. <laughs> hey, old ass Jaffa. What's up? Yeah. Well, but in any case, it's solidarity all around. Everyone gets together. There's a sweet money shot in the end, as 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 your husband has pointed out. It's beautiful. They're like, here we go. They're all together. For first real big victory, you know. Everyone's sort of like, yeah, giving each other like you know little pats on the shoulder. O'Neill like you know ruffles Daniel's new haircut. You know, they're like, we yeah, we're we're all safe. We we did it. Yeah, it was goofy. Yeah, it, it was goofy. But it's a good start for the the new season, you know? It's like they're they're they they got a yeah. leg up. But no, I mean like it was pretty intense. Wouldn't like a body heat hug with Daniel make more sense than ruffling his hair? <laughs> I'm still cold. I'm still cold. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, still so cold. cold. <laughs> I feel really awkward about how long I hugged Sam. So I, I just want to make sure to I everybody hug else. everybody on yeah. <laughs> For HR purposes, I need to hug everyone for a very long well, time. Well, and also, this is the weird thing: is that like they they don't none of them know that Tilk resigned. Oh yeah, they just think he's. They there. just act like that didn't happen. They yeah. just see him roll in with Hammond. I don't even remember. I mean, does that get? A, I wonder if that even gets addressed in episode two. I have no. Well, I, yeah, I have no idea. I, I that that's what I'm curious about. Is like if Tilk's just like immediately back on the team, or if there's like a little scene where he's like, "Well, I mean, I." Uh. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I'm fine without that scene, and and I should know, but I forgot. We need, we need our expert. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, in any case, yeah. The uh, that's the episode ends, and uh, yeah, we're rocking. Season three's in. It's done. Yeah. Hey, Tori. Oh, what what's up? Were you comforted by this episode? Oh man, uh, was I comforted? Yes, yes, uh, very much so. Yeah. Overall, you know, it was a quick, concise end of this little plot line. Uh, it was a victory for the gang. Oh, everyone, you know, sort of won out in the end. You know, O'Neill's still bugless. Tilk has a revolution, mm. sort of. Hammond did all this work without the help of his best friend, and most importantly, <laughs> glasses is back. That's a good point. So, yes, I was comforted, and I am excited to go on with season three. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by the premiere of season three? Yeah, because uh, my husband watched it with us, and he, I think, only did that because you were over. 
and it seemed more like a party because <laughs> he's <laughs> never agreed to watch an episode before. And uh, for that reason, and because Glasses is back, but I also was no, but also, I mean, it's a mixed bag because I hate the new beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's going to keep going? Or do you yeah. know that it's going to keep going? I mean, I think that I spent all of season three hoping it would go back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe they'll realize their mistake after four episodes. Oh, yeah. Shit. And then they just stop paying attention. I don't know. But ultimately uh, comforted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because it served its fucking purpose. It's a dark fucking time and um, just total distraction. And it was fun. Nice. And it was like, you know, it's all sci fi, but also funny. It veered a little bit into army show for a minute, <laughs> but I just ignored those parts. It was, it was great. <laughs> All right. oh, hey, hey, Tori. Yeah. In, in addition to being comforted, did you feel like there was somebody who got like shit worked out for them? If you had to be someone in this episode, you would be that person. Like, yeah, yay, yay. And like, uh, oh my God, that person got the shittiest end of the stick in this episode. Nay, I would not want to be them. And somebody who's just sort of like, I don't care. Meh. Mm-hmm. A yeah. A nay. And a meh. Yeah. Did you have anyone like that? Well, my original thought was for glasses to be my yeah, mm-hmm. just because he's back. But ultimately, I'm going to go Carter. Because Car- Carter basically saves everybody again. Mm-hmm. makes all the plans, does all the things and gets it all done. Mm-hmm. And so Carter's my, yeah, hands down. My net is Dr. Raleigh, the Tokra. Because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just funny. Cause mine are flipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, my name is Dr. Raleigh, the Tokra, just because, yeah, no, it was just mostly just like, just like, thanks for the advice, Dr. Raleigh. Anyway, we're going to bounce. She's like, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't be a third wheel. Yeah. And then uh, my man was Teal'c because it's it's sort of, you know, he got his revolution. He got some sweet new clothes, but also. (laughs) He did. It probably really like he probably thought his speech was great, yeah. But it just didn't have the punch that he thought it did, and that hurts. Right, right. And where the fuck is his wife? Right. So he's he's in a mad category for me right now. I had almost actually thought of like putting uh, that the the one Jaffa woman as my yeah. Like throughout the entire episode, like she she kept to her scruples. It might be right. the wrong scruples, right. but she kept to him the entire time. The sure. entire time she was like, Shova, fucking Shova. Yeah. We have a system here and you're the Shova in this system. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she, she didn't back down from the fucking traitor. She's my meh. Oh, she, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, let's get, to, <laughs> let's get to it, Sarah. What's your yet net and meh for this well, episode? You know, she's my meh and okay. it's. Basically, because um, ultimately, so she's a she's like me. She's had opportunities in life where uh, 
the men make her feel like, like they think she's a whole human being, but ultimately she's never, she never comes back. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm already there. (laughs) So that's like just a lateral lateral move. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Carter's my meh because, because once again, she does all the heavy lifting and all the, all the boys you know, do the back slapping of each other and like, we all did it at the end. That That is true. Once again. And then my, the reason I picked Dr. Raleigh is my, yeah. Mm. Well, first of all, she's a good guy. But yeah. second of all, she's had this burning secret of like, I'm a Tok'ra and she hasn't been able to tell anybody. And she finally got to tell Hathor and then Hathor died. So she got the best of both worlds. Her cover's not even blown, <laughs> but she feels some like relief from like, Ooh, I got to tell someone my big secret. She had to go through that weird, awkward moment though, you know, watching like O'Neill, like weirdly hug Carter. And she was, you know, and she- she's a spy with like, people she hates and oh, so she's, she's probably she's the seen most action that's probably the most action she's seen or gotten <laughs> um she's just like said she's been there oh, oh. yeah let's let's, let's let's let this play out before we be, become <laughs> conscious again yeah i mean i don't really know they don't really talk much about the sex lives of uh go old like oh. is it is it like expected to orgy all the time I mean, they seem both like like Bacchanalian and warlike. And conservative at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking knows? Anyways, that's my picks. All right. All right. Hey, hey, Sarah. Yeah. We, hmm. we finished the premiere episode of season three, but uh, yeah. we got to keep going. What's the uh, what's the next episode? Oh, the next episode is still season three. So it's season three, episode two, Seth. Mm. Jacob slash Selmak visits Earth, saying the Tok'ra believe that the gold Seth is hiding on Earth. Jackson's research indicates that Seth is passing as a religious cult leader. SG-1 attempts to capture or kill him without falling under his control. Amazing. Okay. Actually, that's exciting. I'm excited about this episode. This is going to be sweet. (laughs) I like, but not only that, I guess he's hiding as a pretty small potatoes cult leader because he hasn't yeah. like, uh, they, <laughs> I've never heard of him and I've never heard of him right outside Seattle. So <laughs> shit. No, that's cool though. That's a cool idea that a goal world is like hanging out mm-hmm. incognito in, on earth. That, 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 that yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm I, did, I did. I did. I don't remember what I Googled, but I Googled, um, Seth or Seth when I saw this episode the first time, because I was like, I don't feel like probably <laughs> he's the God of total evil. So let me look that up. And, uh, I don't remember, but the person who would know a lot about it is my aunt. So I'm going to see if I can get a quick little, little interview with her. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. Yeah. Let's have get her, some context her, going. Let us know. All right. Well, no, that, no, no, no. Uh, that's great. I'm, I'm ready to rock. All right. Oh, come try it. Oh, come try it. All right. Um, all right. Well, uh, 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 come try it. Uh, thanks. Thanks to advertisers. Yeah. That stuff sounds cool. I hope. 
Yeah, we we don't know, but but we'll 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 check in and see. And if it's not, we'll we'll make sure it does the next time. Yeah, I so. hope there weren't gun commercials. <laughs> no, take that out. Join uh, join the army. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> join the army. It's the only way you're gonna get an education now. <laughs> Sorry, no, there they were commercials that were like, you know, what's the greatest? unfettered capitalism mm. robber barons they were probably like hey you know what guys jeff bezos he's not so bad he's a pretty good guy he's a pretty good guy pretty good guy think about it i hope they weren't commercials for jeff bezos having like being a good person just being a good person <laughs> it's not like it's it's not selling anything it's it's selling an idea holy yeah. shit that is that is that will be the new normal yeah. Um, Ooh, that's the end of capitalism. It's no longer s- selling consumer products. It's cons- it's selling ideas. How do you get money for those? It's like selling someone's data. It's just it all flows downstream. Oh. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Hey. Hey. Thanks for sticking around. If you did, <laughs> uh, you through through commercials. Um, and your reward is a. Well, your reward for listening to this podcast is that we don't make you sit through a bunch of like, hey, what'd you have for lunch, Tori? Yeah, we get right to the right into it. Um, so we have a little special segment at the end. If you want to listen to it and you don't have to, called Get to Know Your Hosts with with Tori and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't mentioned for a while, I have this creepy little couples therapy deck that I bought off Amazon um, that I'm weirdly using for this purpose. So sometimes the questions are really intense and sometimes just super personal. Yeah. Sometimes very awkward. Okay. Tori. Yeah. What's something that you used to do when you were younger that you don't do now, but would like to start again? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, that's easy. Right. Right. Same hard, same. Oh, okay. Yeah. I used to, uh, that was like my, that was like my hobby. That's what I did when I had free time was I would write on our shitty 386 computer word. Perfect. 5.1. I wrote a bunch of short stories and I don't do that anymore. I have always been creative nonfiction. Well, shit. Yeah. It's, and I used to do it too. Any free time I would just be like, Oh, just sit down and see what happens. Well, there's nothing stopping us. Right. <laughs> Other than but, it just doesn't like, it, it just doesn't hit. It's just not, it's not the first thing to hit us when we have free time anymore. I'll tell I think you that's what pretty much it. <laughs> what's stopping me What's that? is when you're younger, especially like through, if you go to college throughout college, you have an audience that whose job it is is to be impressed with all of your growth and in, in all of your endeavors. And those are your teachers and your professors. And I could write something now, but who the fuck cares? Who am I going to get that glow, that glow of appreciation? I want to add to that. I want to add to that. Not just teachers and professors, parents, at least for me. Sure. I, I, I wrote for my mother. I, I wrote thinking that my mother would read my stuff and be really impressed. And in terms of like, yeah, needing like, a, you know, yeah, some accolades. That was definitely one of probably one of my uh, 
motivations. Yeah, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't really get accolades from my family. Somehow my dad knew I was a good writer, but I don't, and he would just say I was a good writer, but he would do it more as a brag on himself. But I don't <laughs> recall. Yeah, I know. I don't recall him really like reading or getting anything that I wrote, mm. you know, like maybe just schoolwork. Um, no, that's one time I read something to my mom, whatever. She found it moving. Oh, oh that's, I don't know. That's I don't know. My family is just not the place for whatever reason I, I would go to for that. Sometimes I sign up for writing classes <laughs> so I can get that, but then it makes me too nervous because it's all new people and everyone's kind of jockeying for like, who's a good writer. And like, it turns out they've all been like, some of them have been like writing professionally and it just makes, it's just like, Oh, I'm just, um, I'm just a lapsed hobbyist. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's too stressful. No, see, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't but, be like that. And I miss having like teachers like would work with you, like on your pieces, like with ideas, like how to edit and make it tighter. And yeah. that was like, you're paying them a shitload of money to do that. <laughs> it was great. I wish I had somebody who could just like grade everything I wrote, I guess, and make little comments off to the side. Then I would write for sure. Also due dates. You just need an editor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, <laughs> what I'm hearing is you just literally just need an editor. Yeah. And like, it doesn't even matter how much, like, as long as it's someone who has some sort of experience mm-hmm. or is trying to get into the business, they just exist. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you can find those easy. Um, I thought about you, but when you edit my stuff, you take like a full page and yeah. turn it out into a sentence Yeah, 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 yeah. that conveys all of it. And that's really irritating to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm definitely not the best <laughs> editor. No, uh, you are like, I'm just like, I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I need to say all that then <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so good at distilling it. That I'm hey, hey, to be fair though, like, yeah. yeah, no, I haven't touched any of your descriptions. I don't touch them. Oh yeah, that's true. I, oh, I guess I do get to write those. Those are fun. Yeah. I'm doing this whole podcast just so I can spend five minutes a week writing a description. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I like that. I, li- I like that we have that synergy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was like, that was like my thing when I was a teenager, I was going to be a writer. That was Me it. Me too. And then it dropped and then, it, and then I found acting in, on, in plays and I dropped it like that. Oh, I found, um, um, alcohol and self isolation and, and adulthood. So. <laughs> like when by alcohol, I just mean like partying a lot with my friends. All right. All right. Well, uh, well, thanks folks for getting to know us a little better. Um, and thanks for listening to this episode. And uh, of course you can uh, visit our website to listen to more episodes, the seven mm-hmm. as well as uh, most podcast apps uh, of your choosing. Catchers. Yeah. Apple, Spotify, Google play, etc. cetera. Um, give us like five stars and say we're dope. Yeah. That'd be please. great. That'd be fun. If you hate this, I would just suggest you move on with your life. Thank you. Um, or, but if you kind of like it, but have some, some thoughts, some notes, um, we have email at vertical watering hole at gmail.com. 
Um, see you next week at the vertical watering hole. Cool. Yeah, everybody, see you there. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. And also, yee-haw. Bye. <laughs>